Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, Kathy, good morning. Um, here we good are morning. In, uh, in August. Uh, I think it's uh, Wednesday the 23rd, I believe, um, that we're going to uh, illustrate this. And we're, we're a little bit ahead of it. We, we uh, because of our scheduling, we, you know, just everybody understands we tape these ahead and uh, we worked hard uh, <laughs> to be able to tape far enough ahead because we were going to have a couple week break between the uh, taping. So we, we did, and now we're just starting again to get ahead of it. Yeah, so we're playing big catch up. <laughs> yeah, catching up, and hopefully, hopefully we can get it loaded up for it so it makes it into the system. So um, quite fun uh, as we're, you know, working on this aspect of uh, supernatural and our discussions about uh, right now. It's about things that that we actually prevent it. Um, and it's kind of interesting which goes to a, a kind of a deeper truth that we've been trying to help people understand on all that we teach is that um, Christians have a tendency to uh, go to a couple of interesting thoughts. And that is that um, God, God is in um, such control mm-hmm. that everything that happens is God's will. Right. And, and if we come to that place, which by the way, stimulates the skepticism. Um, mm-hmm. If I believed that everything in my life is God's will, <clears throat> then all these negative things or all these lack of, of what we're talking about of supernatural um, I accept, I guess that's my lot in life. You know, maybe, you mm-hmm. know, Rich, Rich and Kathy, you guys are lucky because um, you say you experience it all the time. And I guess that's God's will for you. But for me, I don't. And it must not be. Um, right. And that's how we come to what's called Christian fatalism. You know what is what happens happens, and whatever happens is God's will. It really leaves you wrestling with the goodness of God. Too, yeah, yeah. Right? Ultimately, it's um, it's hard to fathom. Then, if God is good, how do I mm-hmm. experience these not so good things in my life? And they're not even once in a while; they're regular, um, right. or I never get. You know, when we talk about the supernatural and healing, um, most people say, I've never experienced that. Um, mm-hmm. Well, they're a believer and they've never experienced it. So they assume, I guess, either either that's not something I'm supposed to experience or I don't get to experience it. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and, 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 and I can tell you that when I started learning this, 
um, I was in that very same place. Uh, mm-hmm. And that was that um, I didn't experience the stuff. And the stuff that I did observe that was public, you know, like particularly TV stuff, mm-hmm. I, I knew eh, I, that doesn't feel right to me. Um, and I, right. I, and I, don't, I don't even think a lot of that is accurate or true. And it seems like it's fake. And, it all, and by the way, <laughs> um, for me, it was always, and by the way, they always attach sending money Mm-hmm. to that i said that that doesn't <laughs> certainly adds to the skepticism <laughs> that, that doesn't that doesn't seem like the nature of god and i don't remember in the gospels jesus saying you got to pay me to do this you know so <laughs> <laughs> um so i was highly skeptical uh of it uh but um yeah at first of all by the way i was learning abiding and uh hearing the voice of god through the holy spirit and i was experiencing that and um, as I was, he then said, would you like to learn about healing? Mm-hmm. Um, and of course I said, yes, but, <laughs> um, I, and I even admitted it up front. I said, I'm highly skeptical. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seems to me that, you know, a lot of it isn't real and is it really real? And is there a requirement? Is there a system to it? You know, I had all these questions and, and he said, well, just come and let's just come and walk with me and, and learn it. Do you have a heart to just come mm-hmm. with me and learn it? And, I, and and by this time, I had already learned a little bit about I don't have to take on the burden of of reaching that point myself. Right. Uh, and I don't have to have to have to do anything, really. I just have to be willing mm-hmm. to go abide uh, receive truth, get into the word, process that word, let the power of that word happen. And I had already experienced, I'd already experienced supernatural without even knowing it. Um, Mm -hmm. so that when things were being shown me and I started to experience it, well, that was supernatural, but I never, I never put two and two together. Right. Um, but it's like, well, no, let me show you, you know, this even more, more so. And, you know, particularly for me, it was around healing. And do you, you want me to, you want to learn that, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, and so um, as I had a heart to go and we talked about the last, you know, two things was, uh, you know, you, you can't have skeptical people around you because you're fighting that all the time and that spirit all the time. And you're not free to at least spend some pure time with God. And then two is that um, when we talked last time about repenting, repenting from the the refusal to learn it, basically. Um, mm-hmm. And and when he said that, you know, and I already at that point, I was willing to repent. And all I said was, I don't know much about this, and I'm highly skeptical of it, but I'm willing to walk with you into it. And one thing I I did understand is I've got to have people around me that are going to encourage me in that, not, not push me away from it. So Mm -hmm. I didn't, I didn't spend any time with those doubters around me. I spent time with a few people that were already encouraging me as like, Hey, I've experienced this and, and I would like to help you walk with God into it. 
but mostly it's going to be your walk with God. Uh, cause, cause I don't, mm-hmm. I can't, I can't persuade you and, and only God can persuade you. And, and so we, you know, I did and I learned it. Um, and it was fun. Uh, mostly it was into the end of the word and processing the word, uh, like we're, we're trying to share people with. And then, um, he would work with me on variety of situations, uh, that, mm-hmm. that I had to respond to and experience and see and let him show me what he, what he was you know, willing to do and did do, um, and how mm-hmm. fun that was. And so it, it kept growing and growing and growing to where, um, I learned that that was his heart and that was the normal as opposed to the other, other way around. Um, mm, but as you, good. but as you look at his will, I had to get past that everything that happens is his will and that my role has a big part of that. Um, and, and the mm. role primarily, particularly when we're talking about supernatural is, is in, and we're learning this is around, um, do I understand that I can either join him in his work of supernatural and, and his will will then be shown me, or I can, I can deny that and I can actually prevent mm-hmm. his will from being fulfilled. And the way that I prevent it is that I don't have a heart to go mm-hmm. um, because then I'm not never in a position to experience it and see, and, and think about it. And, and I, I keep, we keep trying to say this in simple terms, everything that happens because of the power of the, of the spirit and everything is, is done by him speaking happens in the kingdom of God. And the kingdom of God mm-hmm. is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy spirit where he performs right. these supernatural things. And it's a spiritual place. Uh, while I'm living in the world of the, uh, the kingdom of the world, I'm in both mm-hmm. places. I'm in both places. If I have a heart to go, I can, I can only be in the world right. if I don't live in the kingdom. And how do I live in the kingdom? Well, the simplicity of living in the kingdom is there's a king. <laughs> um, right. <laughs> and, and, and I'm, posture of surrender, and, right? and I'm surrendered to the king. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've, you know, and this, and Christ said it in a different way. He said daily, all the time, mm-hmm. deny self, surrender your will to my will, mm-hmm. understand what I've done to give you the privilege to live in the supernatural through the cross and now come and follow mm-hmm. me in the supernatural. Right. Um, and so in order to be in the kingdom, I have to surrender my will on everything to, to the king and say, okay, now what do you have to say about this? And, and all the way from, even when I started this was, he said, I invite you now that you're living in the kingdom, which Mm -hmm. is, and I was learning that I was learning. And I understood that. I kind of understood that, that it was really around my daily choice. Am I willing to surrender my will? Not, not a, some of my will, <laughs> mm-hmm. everything and seek him. Which is a daily moment by moment choice, which, which right? Is a moment <laughs> by moment. And, and by the way, you know it because you're in either in peace and joy or you're not. And, 
right. uh, I, I did understand that. And he said, okay, now that you're here in the kingdom, would you like to go with me now on a new journey to learn what it means uh, to experience supernatural healing? You know, and by the way, mm -hmm. if I'd have said no, see, I would have walked out of the kingdom. Right. Because I've now said, well, you've just invited me to your will, which, which your will is just for me to learn it. And I said, no, if I said, no, I've gone back to self and I've exited the kingdom. He said, well, then I can't, I can't teach you that. And by mm -hmm. the way, because that, because you're not allowing me to teach you that, I can't perform it. Right. And you, and you're never going to experience it. And you'll go back to, you know, again, what we say, you, you're going back to your mediocre life that is missing out on the opportunity to do it. And you, Rich, are the one thwarting my will. Um, mm, and so, yeah. and so we got to keep understanding that, that, um, is God all powerful? Yeah. But interesting enough, our willingness to be with him or not with him is going to determine whether or not we experience his will or not. And it's an invitation, right. which by the way, Jesus said, how do we pray? Thy kingdom come, thy will thy be, will be, will done. be done. You got to yeah. ask for it and have a heart to receive it, it's not automatic, you know? And so that's kind of important as we're looking at, at supernatural is, uh, and this is why I invite people to it, just like I had to be, is don't let the past and your lack of experience prevent you from having a heart to at least go explore it. Right. Um, and all I can say is that 100% universally, everybody that I've helped by just getting connected, who had a heart mm -hmm. to go and learn the supernatural, experience supernatural. Right. It's, it's, it's right. really amazing. And I think even, you know, as you talk about that, I'm reminded, um, I won't go into much detail. I think I've shared on here before, but just with the past, you know, the way that I grew up, I was definitely the queen of skeptics when it came to anything supernatural, just because I thought it was bad theology. Yeah. You know, and that, and that was really what I had been taught. Um, and so I was very skeptical and then witnessing everything that went on with televangelists and, you know, all of that certainly played into that skepticism. Um, but God knew my heart and as he wanted me to learn to be open to this and all of that, he also knew that I needed authentic people around me experiencing it. And so that was like when Josh went down to Baylor and he got involved in Antioch and he began to see and experience some of these things as about, you know, simultaneously was the time that, um, God intersected dance in my lives with yours and Linda's. And so all in one, all at one time, he began to show us people that were not in it for anything other than God <laughs> living this life differently and experiencing the supernatural in different ways that really, you know, he began to gave, give me a hunger to press in and find out more. And, you know, why do you believe what you think you believe and begin that journey? But I remember at the beginning of that journey, asking God, if this is really you, which I believe it is just because I'm seeing authentic people around me do this. I need you to give me the heart to want to know more All right. because for me, the starting point was even there of, okay, I want to have the heart to do it. 
but I don't, I have so much baggage in that right now that I'm not even sure I have the heart to do it. So God, I need you to supernaturally give me the heart to pursue this more. And he <laughs> yeah, did. So, it. I mean, there was even a step bit behind that for me. And I think I just want to share that with people because there may be somebody else listening that is in that spot too. And that was a very simple prayer of surrender and where God took that from that point forward. It's been amazing, you know? Yep. Yep. And then, so we're, you know, we're talking about what are some ways that um, even though it's his will to deliver supernatural, we can actually prevent it because of some things that we actually do in, in essence, you know, not joining him. So let's go to another story here. Go to Matthew 13, uh, 53 to 58. Sure. It says, now it came to pass when Jesus had finished these parables that he departed from there. When he had come to his own country, he taught them in their synagogue so that they were astonished and said, where did this man get this wisdom and these mighty works? Is this not the carpenter's son? Is not his mother called Mary and his brothers, James, um, Joseph, Simon, and Judas and his sisters? Are they not all with us? When did this man get all these things? So they were offended at him, but Jesus said to them, a prophet is not without honor except in his own country and in his own house. Now he did not do many mighty works there because of their unbelief. Yeah. Um, by the way, <laughs> you know, these are these little um, verses that are, hey, by the way, mm -hmm. uh, Jesus had a pretty big family. <laughs> <laughs> he did, right? <laughs> we don't think about that. I don't no, think about that. <laughs> no. Um, so he had brothers and sisters, um, and uh, you know, obviously from you know Mary and Joseph, and um, so um, he had a big family. And again, uh, think about um, at age twelve. Remember when they left him mm -hmm. in Jerusalem? Um, right. And he was with the teachers and, you know, um, hey, don't you know, I must be about my father's business. He already was cognizant of his his position as the son of God mm -hmm. and, and the father and talking to the father and learning about the father. Uh, but we don't read anything between 12 and 30. Um, mm -hmm. But um, we know and these are these little verses that, hey, by the way. Uh, well, he was involved with a pretty big family, um, right. and and we have a story uh, in the Gospels, you know, that uh, talk about, um, you know, hey, your brothers and sisters are here, and they want you too. Um, and he said, well, who are my brothers and sisters? You know, in other words, my family's bigger than that. I, I recognize mm -hmm. that, and I'm not here to do what they want me to do. I'm here to do, you know, what the father wants me to do. So, you know, we, right. we know about that, but, um, as we look at, particularly when we look like, for example, at the first miracle where he turned water into wine and Mary says, Hey, take care of it. Um, well, I think it's pretty clear that from age 12 to 30 and because of the supernatural work that he immediately started doing with his disciples, even there at the, at the wedding of Cana, um, it, it wasn't like, oh, this is unusual. Um, see, I think he'd been practicing this for 18 years. 
Right. Um, because she so readily just said, do your thing. Basically. Yeah. Just do your <laughs> thing. Take care of it. You've done this before at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've ran out of wine before and you took care of it. Take care of it. Um, so, uh, you know, Jesus uh, was growing into the fulfillment of that so that it now became a natural part of him. And I believe his mom and mm-hmm. sisters, by the, by the time he was 30, Joseph was obviously dead, dead but um, his brothers and sisters and Mary had experienced a lot of cool stuff mm-hmm. uh, because he had learned it, you know. And so um, they, uh, he was teaching them um, and, and again, read verse 54 again, just so we set the stage of their, of their reaction. And remember, we already talked about this on the other side of it, where they, they were astonished and they, and they then uh, were rejoicing at the supernatural. Well, look at what happened here. Uh, what what yeah, happened says, in verse 54? When, when he had come into his own country, he taught them in their synagogue so that they were astonished and said, where did this man get his get this wisdom and these mighty works. Yeah. So they were, um, they were also hearing his words and he's got great wisdom, great authority, mm-hmm. uh, mighty works. Fantastic. Um, um, Hey, isn't this that kid, Jesus, that right. we, that we grew up with, um, which means by the way, that, um, when he was practicing his supernatural, it was private. Mm. Um, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Because uh, they hadn't experienced it then. And, and the reason is that the father said it's not time to make it public. Because if you do, mm-hmm. think about it. If you're doing it and you're really not at the point where I need to have you fulfill this with disciples, mm-hmm. you're going to have people come to you immediately and want you to keep doing it. And, and so it's got to right. be price, got to be private. Um, which, which to me was kind of interesting. That means his family had to keep it private. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, but, um, it wasn't public until the wedding of Cana. And then that was, because that was his first, like, you want me to do this as our first public thing? You know? Yes. Uh, (laughs) this is it, you know? Uh, so, um, but now they've, they've experienced him, uh, as, well, I've seen the, the mighty works he's done and I see what he teaches, but isn't this the Jesus that we grew up with? Um, right. and, and in verse 57, they said what? They said, so they were offended at him. But okay. Jesus said to them, a yeah. prophet is not without honor except in his own country as in his own house. Yeah, and they said that he was offended of who do you think you are? Mm-hmm. to be able to do this kind of stuff when we didn't see you do that, you know, and remember a, a, an adult was considered an adult at age 13. So mm-hmm. he's got 17 years and I said, well, you haven't been doing this for 17 years. Right. You know, who do you think you are? You know, and they're offended at him. And, and then it says they could not do mighty works there because of their unbelief. And uh, right. the word is very interesting. Um, it's not, remember we talked about before, um, I have a heart to believe. I don't quite fully mm-hmm. believe, help my unbelief. That's not, right. this, that's not this word. This word is. Oh, interesting. Okay. This word is refusal to be persuaded 
that what God has to say is true. Mm. Um, so he said, I can't do any works here because um, you refuse to go any further with me and pursue this in any way. And you're saying, I reject this up front. Now, by the way, and, and, and this is why, uh, you know, his perspective on this is that he said, it, it's not understandable to me. And here's why I'm doing the works mm -hmm. and you're seeing the works you recognize. They said, right. they said they've seen the mighty works. So and they were astonished and amazed. So, <laughs> so since you've seen them, wouldn't you want to know more about them? Mm -hmm. Um, and you've said, I refuse, I'm choosing, absolutely, I'm not going any further. I do not want to know anything mm -hmm. about this. And actually, I'd like you to stop doing them in my presence. Um, and Jesus said, okay. And he said they he could not. And the word there is really interesting. It wasn't that he didn't want to, because we know he wanted to, because mm -hmm. he did it all, everywhere he went. He could not because of their unbelief, their refusal to be persuaded now limited me to be able to do mighty works there because all mm -hmm. I need, I don't need you to have full faith. I just have to have you have a, a desire to learn faith. That's it. Mm, but when you, but when you get hard hearted and say, I'm not going to go, I can't do it. It could not do the works, you know? And so, as you hmm. as you consider that, um, it's again, look at look at our hearts, and it's not about I struggle with understanding this or believing it or or having experience of it, but what God is saying, don't decide on your own to refuse to be willing to learn this. And there, here's what I say to people: I said, look, you don't have to believe anything. And I, and, I, and I know you're going at it with a skeptical place. I said, that's okay. Um, it's up to God to actually persuade us differently. If you have a heart, and I know something. If you but have we a, have to have a heart to go. If you have yeah. a heart to go, he will, and you'll experience it, and he'll do it on your pace and things that will make sense to mm -hmm. you. And you don't have to get anywhere with it. And And so mm -hmm. it's not a matter of... Well, you have to agree with me up front. No, you don't. You just have to say, okay, yeah, I'll go find out. And, he, and by the way, either it'll be proven out or it won't. That's mm -hmm. what I say. Well, then it'll be proven. If, and by the way, if it's not proven out, you can say, you know what? I knew it wasn't true and go back to your life. Go, that's fine. <laughs> I said, but I know something. If you have a heart to go, you'll see it's true. But yeah. You don't, have, you don't have to believe it up front, you know. And so he said, because of their refusal to be persuaded of what he had to say was true and what he, what he, what he wanted to do, he said, you prevented me from, from the supernatural. So, Father, we just pray that uh, we'll understand that we actually can limit you just by our refusal to even process this with you. So we pray that we'll have a heart to go, uh, that we won't be stubborn about our unbelief, but rather open to giving letting you give us belief. And we thank you in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much. That was a great illustration. Great story to look at. Um, if you have questions from this, send them in to us at questions at afjministry.com. And we look forward to seeing you next time. Yep. We'll see you then. 
Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.